Here we go. Welcome to Burgess Power Hour. We are excited tonight. Oh my goodness, what are we going to talk about or today or whenever you're watching this, all of you who have registered, you're all going to get the video of this or a recording of it where you can listen to it or you may not want to ever hear it again. That's totally <laughs> Because tonight, tonight or today, those of you who are, who are listening or watching from uh, around the world, uh, we have graduates from all around the world uh, that are interested in what our elections are doing and a lot of things that are happening in the world anyway. So tonight is all about how to create harmony and have a voice around these elections. OK, so it is about the election is coming up here in the U.S. and there are a lot of other things going on in the world that we can um, really tap into here. And you can utilize what we're going to do tonight. Uh, we're gonna, I'm going to we're going to be jam packed. Those of you who have joined us, by the way, before in our power hours, you know how experiential I love to get. I'm Bird Smith Lyons with Essence of Being and the Conscious Leadership Academy. Those of you who don't know me, if it's your first time, we normally do very experiential things. So get your pen and paper out because you're going to be writing some things, but tonight's going to be a little different. We're not going to go into subconscious beliefs and all of that kind of stuff as much. We're going to share um, some things together, but I know you're going to want to take some notes. And I am going to give you some tools that you can utilize, not just with the election and about having harmony with people in your life. Maybe how could, how do I have a voice? <laughs> how can I have a voice and not kill each other? You know, because the, the, um, the holidays are coming up and you may or may not be with people. There's so many things going on in the world right now. That's just odd and different. Um, we've got so many disruptions in our life. So it can bring up things that we don't really like. And so I'm going to be giving you um, some tools that you can use anytime. Okay. Uh, I just put my video on for you to see me. Okay. All right. Thank you, hon. Appreciate it. So anything that we go into tonight, again, I'm hoping that your tools you'll be able to use uh, no matter what. All right. So any questions before we start? I just want to say hi. Who is that? I can't see. Karen Burns. Karen! Mass our Massachusetts. <laughs> Yes. All right, my Boston girl. I don't know how to do the picture thing. Oh, uh, well, there's a little camera, a little camera video that looks like a little video. You just click on that. I see it, you. Okay, well, that's good. That's all that <laughs> really matters, okay? okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm so, so kidding. <laughs> so there's a little camera at the bottom left if you're on your computer or I believe I'm not sure where it is on the phone but it's the bottom left on the on the screen and it's a little phone a little video camera you just click on it and it'll show you hey Donna Raina hey Birch all right and I see Robert Landon oh my goodness I have no idea what's up on your screen that you're showing us but that's your that's a crazy thing okay so I'm going to go ahead and start with this. And like I said, tonight's going to be a little different um, because I, I really know there's a lot of things up right now around this. Okay. Uh, yeah. Can you mute to not have background noise? I can. All right. I'm going to tell everybody. So 
I'm going to go ahead and mute everybody, I guess. And then you can hit your, if I mute them, will that happen, Arlene, where they can hit their little, their, okay. So I'm going to mute everybody. And then uh, you can talk. And I definitely want you to talk. And I want you to be able to unmute yourself at any time, by the way. This is experiential. And I want us to be able to communicate and share some things. However, um, I'm going to put everybody on mute so we don't have a lot of background noise. Um, okay. And you can hit your space bar and that will unmute you, by yes. the way. It'll be like a walkie-talkie, all right? So I'm having a brain fart. I'm, why am I not able to do that? That's so weird. I've got good things to say. All right, we're muting everybody. Okay, that's good to know. All right, so if you want to talk, just hit your space bar and or unmute yourself. All right. And I definitely want to hear from you. So just know that I am going to ask for some shares uh, once we get uh, halfway through here. So or not even halfway through. So how many of you are having issues right now about what's going on in the world? <laughs> just, you know, I don't know. Uh, yeah, there are a lot of things happening. So how can we come together? How can we come together? We've got the holidays coming up. Everybody has to be right. You know, there's this whole thing about I'm right, you're wrong. Uh, there's black, there's white, there's no in between. So I'm wanting us to really sink our teeth into how can we create harmony? How can we open up the possibility to create harmony with our voice, with each other? How can we come together and seek resolution with people instead of, in, and without invalidating who we are? How can we do that? And this is gonna be true for the rest of your life. That, like I said, you can utilize this anytime. So let's look at this election like um, stepping outside, stepping outside of the perspective of your own orbit. So just imagine you're an eagle and you're above the planet, right? Uh, that's asking a lot, Robert says. God. Okay. <laughs> Don't distract me with chats right now, okay? Um, so look at this election like you're an eagle, you're above the planet, and you're looking down, and you have an eagle's eye view. You're observing what's happening in the world and in the country and in this election instead of participating in it for just a minute. Just kind of fly above and look. So ask yourself, what can I focus on that's working? You know, our media, our social media, our friends, everywhere we look, it seems like things are telling us what's not working. This isn't working. That's not working. Everything sucks. Okay. Um, if you can get caught up in that. And so I want us to just step back for a minute and focus on celebrations focus on what is working in our lives you know the universe is a huge place do you know there's a what you know what the um uh the distance is between the earth and the sun it's no you didn't know you were going to get science lessons here it's 93 million miles okay so there you go for your trivial pursuit it's 93 million miles now 
do you know that there is a star called Bentlinger in the universe and the circumference of the diameter rather of that star is actually 93 million miles. It's huge. The point I'm trying to make is, look, the universe is a huge, huge place. It is not waiting to, to figure out, to, to let the Democrats or the Republicans figure it out. If you can rise above to that level for just a minute, okay, believe me, the world is going to keep spinning. The earth is going to keep moving. The universe is still going to be here long after we're gone. Okay. And it's not waiting. So if you could rise above all of the muck and the mire for a minute and just understand it. And of course, if, you if you've taken Essence of Being or if you've done any of my workshops that I've been doing for 37 years, I, I really want us to hone in on that great spirit or God or universe or source, whatever you call that energy. That's something that you're a part of. Okay, and bring that into your experience right now. So I'm going to call it universe just just to keep it that. And so I'm not saying what you call it is good or bad or judging what your belief systems are. Okay, I'm just going to use mine. So that's what I mean when I say the universe is a big place. So it's not about who you're voting for. It's not about if you're not going to vote. If you can hold a positive thought for 17 seconds, a concentrated focus of, a, of what's working for 17 seconds, then that uplifts your energy, okay? You can just focus on what's working for you right now. Wherever your attention goes, your power goes. So the more powerful your positive thoughts are, you know that one positive thought is more powerful than 10,000, not, not 10,000, 1,000 negative thoughts. It's, it's, that's how powerful we are when we think about it because our thoughts create a vibration and they've proven this in quantum physics, okay? That we, when we have a thought, it vibrates out. So how do we create harmony in our family, in a work environment, in our community, with relationships or our country or the world or the planet? So one way to do it is understand the difference between reaction and response. Okay, many people are in reaction through the media, through social media, through go, you know, just water cooler talk, just everybody has an opinion, maybe, or maybe everybody's so sick of it, they don't want to have an opinion. But everybody has a thought about what's right and what is supposed to happen and what's going to be the best thing for them. So there's a lot of discourse going on and there's a lot of dissonance and a lot of people want to change they want change in their life why forget there and find out okay so you have a choice you can react or you can respond and those of you who have taken my workshops about responsibility you know the way you respond to life is really important so if you, it's what I call going below the line. So if you're below the line in your reaction, if you're blaming other people, well, they're stupid or they don't know what they're talking about or that, that politician that and that person that, if, they're, if you're blaming somebody or if you're shaming yourself and saying, well, I'm really stupid, I don't know who to vote for, I don't care. Or if you're justifying, 
if you're making excuses about what is whatever is the issue, I'm making an excuse. If if only they would do X, Y, Z, then I would. Okay, those those types of reactions are just that. Those are reactions. You're not pausing and responding and taking the time to just breathe it in and actually um, allow yourself to feel into and have empathy for where the other person is. And that's a key word when you're trying to create harmony is to have empathy. But sometimes it's hard to have empathy when you got somebody yelling at you, right? Or saying things that you just don't agree with. So sometimes it can be a challenge. So the part about responsibility is that it wastes time. Anything that you, if you blame yourself or you shame, blame other people, or if you start justifying why things are the way they are, oftentimes nothing gets changed. Nothing really changes and just makes you feel bad or it makes you feel vindicated. And I'm going to get into that a little bit later about why do we want to feel vindicated? Because many of us in our lifetime have felt that we were told we were wrong and we have to be right. Okay, let me just include all these people. I Okay, here we go. Ay, ay, ay. Okay. That did not pop up like I expected it to. So... What, so those of you just joined us, I apologize, I didn't realize you were waiting and you'll get the recording. So um, we have to be responsible for our thoughts, our beliefs and our own actions. And that is one way that we can create harmony and not go below the line because if you go below the line, it wastes time, right? So if you can hold your integrity and the integrity piece is holding your shape, Sometimes it's hard or it's a challenge at times to hold your shape in what you believe because you have so many people pulling at you. So you can hold your shape and have integrity means the integrity of steel, okay, is be who you are and not allow other people to kind of pull you in all these directions and just center yourself and go, what do I believe? And how do I want to respond as opposed to react? And I call it basically people get into a vein when they start talking politics or about things that are, you get really charged about, okay? It doesn't have to be just the selection, but it's also about whatever you get charged about. You get to a vein. It's sort of like you're, uh, you're a mosquito. And so you get into that vein and you just, you just suck it out, man. You're just gnawing on it and you're sucking it out. Meaning that you can't, you have to pull out of the vein because it's not going anywhere. And I've seen this happen too many times when people start talking about the election or anything that they feel that they are having any kind of conflict with someone. They get into a vein and they don't pull out, stop, take a breath and respond instead of react. And nothing really changes. Like I said, it's. Um, There's something that I wanted to say about the righteousness. So you can get really righteous. Do you know righteous people in your life? Yeah, you have an opinion. They have an opinion and they get really righteous. Yeah, are you one of those people? <laughs> okay, so just notice that. And I'm gonna give you a definition of righteousness. It may or may not resonate with you, but if you start to become really righteous 
it could be that you are, it's a justification for a point of view that no longer works for you. It could be that it's a justification for a point of view that no longer works for you. So you become really righteous as you're going down with the ship. But I'm right. I'm right. Damn it. Okay. And you don't want to let go. And you hold on to that justification for as long as you can. Because many of us really have a need to be right. Especially when we get really charged about something like this election or other things. So response equals having conscious communication. So if you can respond, it determines the quality of your life. So if you can learn how to respond, feel your feelings. Absolutely. Your feelings are validated and we're going to go there in a minute. Your emotions are your guides. You can get angry and upset and happy and fearful and confused and all those things. They are your guides and you have the right to feel what you want to feel. However, it's what you do with those feelings and those emotions that can hurt other people and that can go round and round in a spiral and you just never come out. You get into the vein. Okay, so when you react in those moments, it fuels, it fuels all that anger, it fuels the sadness and people like in England, you know, that England, people are asking to come in again, uh, people like in England, okay, with Brexit, it's not just happening here. So I have a lot of graduates in the UK, and they're having the same issue right now with that. So people want things to change. So let's look at the election with a broader scale. I feel like the reason why people get so out of sorts around all of this is they just don't feel safe. Okay. The vibration of feeling unsafe, it affects you and it affects others. So if you vibrate safety, it counters that vibration of fear. You're either in fear of something, what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen and I'm afraid of it. Okay. So the fear dominates, it takes over. And the opposite of fear, of course, is love, but the feeling is feeling safe. Because when you're in fear, what do you do? What's that reptilian brain do? You either fight, flight, freeze. That's right. You fight, you flight, you freeze. So just ask yourself, what do I do when I'm upset or angry or in fear? Do I run? Do I hide? Or do I fight? And if, if that is just kind of notice, what is it that I do a lot when I'm afraid? So once you're clear about how you respond and what your reaction is, rather fight, flight, or freeze, that's that reptilian brain. What I'm asking you to do is engage a different part of your brain. It's the mammalian brain or the prefrontal cortex as well. The mammalian brain is that emotional feeling, but the prefrontal cortex is the one that can help you pause and respond. Okay, so uh, let's play and see what your triggers are. Want to? Oh boy, Burge, I can't wait. Um, so what I want you to do we're going to look, so just to remind you, fear is that lower vibration, okay? When you're in fear about something because you're either afraid of what's going to happen, 
the unknown. It's a lower vibration. And so it's hard to come into peace and joy and love and calm and harmony when you're in that low vibration. So go ahead and get a piece of paper out and a pencil. And I want you to do a stream of consciousness writing. There's two things I want. We're going to do two statements or two questions. And I want you to don't edit it. Don't think about it. Don't try to figure it out. What I want you to do is just write down the first things that come up. Okay. Um, just whatever comes out of your brain, your thought, just write it down. And if you're driving, please don't write. You can go back and listen to the recording. All right. So what is the worst thing that can happen with this election? What is the worst thing that can happen with this election? And just write down the first thing that comes up. What's the worst thing that could happen? And just notice how you feel when you're writing it. How am I feeling about this? And just finish up on the one you're on. Those of you who just joined us, welcome. You'll get the recording of this so you can go back and catch up with what we're doing here, but we're writing, so get something to write with. Okay, the next thing is, what is the best thing that can happen with this election? What is the best thing that can happen with this election? What's the best outcome? And just write down what you first thing that comes up. What's the best thing that could happen with this election? If I could wiggle my nose. What's something positive that could happen? And just notice how you feel when you write it. Just finish on the one you're on. Okay, so I'm gonna use some guinea pigs here. 
Um, and I'm going to give you a tool. I'm going to work with people on this. So I want you to definitely either press your button or say unmute or whatever so that I can um, play with you on this one. Okay. Uh, just remember that fear, Course in Miracles says fear is false evidence appearing real. And a lot of our fears sure feel real from our life. We have a lot of evidence that all this is true. We have a lot of evidence that we get ignored. We have a lot of evidence that we're wrong. You know, we get a lot of evidence and it makes us fearful. So we start, because we have to be right, we start looking for evidence that we're right, that all these things are right. I also, another acronym for fear is forgetting everything and run. <laughs> so some of you might be wanting to go to Canada. I don't know. We have a lot of Canadian graduates too, so you'll be in good shape. All right. So, or maybe you're not. Maybe you love saying here. Well, it's all good. So this is not about saying you are right or you are wrong. All right. This is about you deciding, okay, how is this applying? How am I going to feel? And how can I shift all these things that I wrote down, the worst thing that can happen? So who wants to play? Okay, Matt, you have to unmute yourself, hon. Okay. All right, I'll play. Matt, all right, you'll play. I love that about you, Matt. Okay, so, all right, so look at what you wrote down. What's the worst thing that can happen with this election? Just tell me what you, what you say. What's the worst uh, I said the, the, the turmoil, the unknown, the potential violence of a change of power or lack of change of power. Okay. Just the overall reaction to the result. Okay, the reaction. Okay. And how does that make you feel? Um, concerned, worried, you know, a little bit of the okay. unknown, you know. All right. Concerned and worried. All right. So just what is what is my now feeling? What is your now feeling right now? Concerned and worried? Yeah, yeah, and and wanting it to get here. You know, we've been seeing it for so long for, you know, and it, the intensity is ramping up and up and up. It's just, I think a lot of us are ready to get it over and move on. Okay, so the feeling place, I want to just work with you on this. The feeling place is uh, concerned and worried. Okay, yep. so could 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 you allow it? Could you allow that feeling right now? Could I allow it? Yeah. Yeah, I think I could. All right. Could you let it? Uh, could you let it go? I, I think I could, and I think I want to. Would you let it go? Yeah, I think I could and would. Yeah. When? Um, as I sit now, when I when I know the result. <laughs> Ah, okay. So you have to know the result in order for you to feel that you can let that go. At this point, yeah. And, right. and that's that's some of my stress is like I feel like I have to wait until that point to feel good about things or Okay. Feel okay. Wonder if that day never comes, my friend. Um then I'm gonna have to figure out how to let it go because I don't want to be carrying okay. this for that. I'm long. giving you a clue on how to do it. You ready? Let's play again. What is your now feeling? Apprehensive. Uh, could you allow it? Yeah. Could you let it go? Yeah. Would you let it go? I think so. When? Uh, more I think about it, maybe sooner than later. 
Okay, sooner than later. That's better. That's yeah, better. November 3rd. Right, We're right, getting right. there. We're getting there. <laughs> so, so that's good. So what you're doing is you want to get to the place where you say now. When you know when can I let right. it win? Now, right. right? So sometimes you have to do it more than once. It's called the Sedona method, and many of you may know this, but it's a very shortened version. You can just do it very quickly. And the words you use, anytime that you feel angst or worried or unknown or fearful or not sure how to what's next, whether it's about the election or not, anytime you have any kind of charge like that, you ask yourself, what is my now feeling? In other words, what am I feeling now? You have to be able to stop for a minute and just, okay, what am I feeling? Sad, mad, glad, scared, what? Then the second thing you ask is, could I allow it? The third thing you say is, could I let it go? Yeah. And the fourth thing is, would I let it go? And then it's when. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. And you want to get it to a neutral place. So that once you become neutral, you can harmonize. Because mm. you're not you're not so charged, you're not in a vein. Okay. Thank you for playing, Matt. That's good. You moved, you moved the needle a little bit. That's good. So who else wants to play? I would love to, but I really can't seem to get um can you see can you hear me i can hear you yes this is Deanie. Uh, jenny are you jenny. willing to do it you can't see me i'm sorry unless oh, i want it's okay it's all right okay so what's the worst thing that can happen denny oh there can be chaos in the streets with lots of people killed okay and how do you feel about that very very unhappy and scared okay so what is my now feeling um, I'm feeling ha unhappy and scared right now to think right. about that. All right. Could you allow that feeling? Yep. All right. Could you let it go? Yep. Would you let it go? At times. When? Now. Okay, take a deep breath. This is all about how you feel, hon, okay? Yeah. So this technique that I'm giving you is a very quick down and dirty technique to get you to a place of, so you feel better. Uh -huh. Because you, the whole point of this is that your thoughts vibrate and your emotions can keep you uh, churned. It can Great. Keep you, okay. So yes. this is one way that you could go, okay, I really don't want to feel this. It's stressing me out. Right. It's not and so I sorry. Yeah. I, I just said, I just happen to be very super duper aware of things that be, if, if the election were put aside, if that didn't exist, I am dealing with some things that are making me think about life and death things that I've been through. And I, so when I, when you say what could happen, I really am envisioning horrible chaos. So okay. I'm back, to, I'm back to that that quickly. Sorry, but I am. Right. No, that's PTSD. So here's, the I thing. know it really fucking is sorry okay. for that too, but I so didn't know it really was. 
but it, it really is true. Is. So this is this is the truth for me, Danny. Um, yeah, Danny, 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 like Danny's that, Danny, Danny, Danny. So yes. this is the truth for me: is yes. that our past definitely affects our present and our future, right? Unfortunately, so, and it's making me mad to realize okay how much but, it has and how okay. much it is. Okay, so the good news is. You're yeah. aware of that. And yeah. I'm going to give you some tools that you can shift that because you don't have to stay stuck there. Right. I'm, I'm looking for those things. That's why I'm here. Of course. Okay. All right. And so, so thanks. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. And one, you know, definitely check out essence of being at some point because I can get you really out of the, out of that stuff really quick. Okay. Uh, um, I hope I can do it sooner than that. Yeah. Like, well, it'll be soon. Good night. It'll be soon. Now, so we're going to, we're going to definitely do some tools tonight to help you with cool. that. But I'm just, I'm just saying, great. I'm just saying um, when our past is running us. Okay. Which yes. all of us do that. We've had, yes. we've had evidence all of our life about this, about things that have worked or not worked in our life. And yeah. the good news is you don't have to stay there. I all, know. Of my, all of my essence of being graduates. Yes. Is that true? Yeah, there's a lot of graduates on the phone right now and on the, uh -huh. on the call. And it's true yeah. that I'm sure. you don't have to stay stuck, in, but you can take back your misery and your fear anytime. Yeah, I'm sure. But, you know, sometimes it it happens. Like for me, to, it made me sad to realize that I was 64 when I was realizing how how stuff that I thought was just in other people. Guess what? There was something in me by now that wasn't a... What, what I didn't make me, I knew I was going to be a late bloomer. Now I'm 66. So I'm lying in my backyard and looking up at the sky, listening to your talk. And I appreciate it. Well, Daddy, the, it's the not getting it that takes the time, honey. Once you get it, that's when you're free. Okay. So stop beating number one for all of you. Stop beating yourself up for what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. Stop beating yourself up for things that maybe you have not realized yet about your life. Because, yeah. because here's what happens. The minute you start feeling guilty and you beat yourself up about things, all right, you send that vibration out and it demands punishment. When you are guilty, you will create punishment because oh my guilt demands punishment. So oh. you will self-sabotage or you will attract uh, punishment. My so God. anytime, anytime you're feeling guilty, what's yeah. the, that's one of the, it's one of the tools I'm going to give you tonight. What's the opposite huh? of guilt? What's the opposite of guilt, everybody? Uh, uh, freedom. Well, in a courtroom, what is it? You're either guilty or oh, you're innocent. innocent, innocent, innocent. It's that yeah. word. It's that word. Uh. So I'm going to give you some tools on how to how to access your own innocence, because the minute you start feeling guilty about anything, you're going to attract punishment, self-sabotage or by somebody else. Now, thank you. Thank you for that, Danny. And just hold on tight. That was really, really, really insightful, Birch. Appreciate it. You're welcome. So hang on tight. I'm going to give you some more tools here. OK, I am. I'm just muting myself. Okay. So a lot of us, I'm going to give one more person a chance, but a lot of us want to stay in that anger. We want to stay in that fearful place or that anger because it's a payoff. 
right? Think about it. You get a, you have a payoff staying there. You want people to be wrong and suffer like you do or like you did. So a lot of times we don't want to let go of that because we have a payoff by holding on to that. Okay. Uh, it may, so it may take a few times in this Sedona method that I just gave you. It may take a few times for you to get to that neutral place where you're not triggered. But many of us want that payoff. We want, we hold on to that upset. So when you say for when, so let me ask you a question. Uh, who wants, let me ask one more person. I want to show you something else. Who wants to play? Peggy, I can't hear you if you're saying something, hon. Yeah, I'll, I'll play because I have a question. Okay. Around it. What if right. I want to wallow? where I'm at for a while. I want to stay, I want to stay pissed off and I want to stay in this area. Why? You know, because I want to be mad, you know? Why? Okay. Aha, good. Why do I want to stay mad? Yeah. Why do you want to stay mad? Oh, the first thing that came up for, for the answer was because it's familiar. Ah. Ooh. Okay. Now, for some people, anger is power. And for some people, they stay in that, that angry place because that is how they feel they can protect themselves. Protection. That, that hits it right there for me. Yep. Because you don't feel safe. safe. Remember what I said earlier, the fear that we have, a lot of us have our little, re our reactions, you're a fighter. So it's like, I want to be pissed. And yes, someone else chatted in. There's a lot to be pissed off about. There sure can be. Absolutely. And I'm, again, it's not invalidating your feeling. No, you have the right to feel whatever you feel. The question is, how long do you want to feel that? Because all it's doing for yourself is causing, you're having this, uh, um, it's really affecting you in a way that can cause even more breakdown. And it's also affecting other people. Yeah, anxiety, exactly. So the power struggle that we get into, it's like protection. It's like, if I stay pissed, I can protect that way, right? And I don't have to, that's the payoff. So the payoff for you, Peggy Lee, is if I stay pissed, I'm protected. I feel safe. The minute I let go of my anger, I can be hurt. Does that feel true? Very true. And the reason why, thank you for that and, the, and for allowing me to, to get into this part because it's not necessarily about the election, but it has, this has occurred the last couple of weeks for me where I want to wallow. I want to be in my sad place. I want to be in my angry place. And so, um, yeah, because I'm sweet and adorable and everybody loves me. <laughs> 
know, so okay. yeah, okay. no, it so, that, that really so, helps a lot. Yeah, so so you can use the Sedona method, and so when you're ready, knowing that you're just staying there because you want to protect yourself, uh, you can easily get out of it and just say, "I'm going to choose it now." So, what is my now feeling? Yeah. Could I allow it? Yes. Could I let it go? Yes. Would I let it go? Absolutely. When? Right now. Oh, see, see the peace. It shifts your whole vibration. It shifts your whole energy so that you can absolutely have room to create harmony in your own life. And guess what? When you vibrate that, that's what you're vibrating out to other people. And guess what you're going to attract? More harmony. Remember what you focus on expands, right? So when you focus on what's working and you focus on the harmony and you feel it, that's what you're going to attract more of. And you won't be as triggered. So that's one of, thank you, Peggy. Does that help? It does. Because I, I felt my body just went whoosh. <sighs> Great. Perfect. Thank you for playing. So the thank thing you. I want to thank you, honey. The thing I want to share with all of you is that whatever you wrote down about um, what is the best thing that can happen in this election, that's what I want you to focus on. Whatever you wrote down that you, makes you feel good, what's the best thing that could happen for me? And I always say the high. This is a great thing to say for anything, not just about the election, but for the highest good for all concerned. What is the best thing for the highest good for all concerned? You can't go wrong doing that. That's always going to be right. So the outcome, whatever the outcome is or whatever is going on, you say, I want this to be the highest good for all concerned. And sometimes it's hard to even fathom what that could be, but that's okay. Remember, yes, the bigger picture. Yeah, it is subjective, but it doesn't matter. The highest good for all concerned, you can't go wrong if you allow that to come to you, whatever that is for you. The highest good for you is different from the highest good for somebody else, perhaps. Okay. But the whole point of this is how do you feel and what's happening with you and your feeling and how you're affecting, how it's affecting you and how it can affect other people by your energy. So one of the things I would suggest we do, I'm gonna give you a bunch of tools here around this and another, um, so be writing on this one. If it doesn't matter again, who you're gonna, um, who you're gonna vote for or who you voted for, or if you're not even voting. And again, this goes way beyond the election. All right, but let's say that you look at, if you're really upset with somebody, look at them, look at Trump or Biden or whomever, See them as a, an innocent little child. Yeah, don't roll your eyes on me, okay? I, I can feel you rolling your eyes. But I swear this works, okay? If you can imagine a little Biden and a little Trump, okay? And they're playing in the playground. But this is true for anything that anybody that you're upset with or that you have some uh, um, angst about, okay? See them as an innocent little child, seeing them around age three or four, and you meet them there on the playground around three or four. You 
see them like a baby even. What The point is you're going to that innocent place because guess what? We all have been babies, believe it or not. We've all been there and we all have been innocent and we all are innocent. We just forgot. So we could look at ourselves as innocent and look at whoever we're upset with or whoever we're just, we can't even fathom. Look at them as innocent little kids, as little babies or a little child, however far back you need to go because they're open. When you're a little kid and you're innocent, you're open and everything's in awe. And everybody wants the same thing. I teach around the world, thousands of graduates. I've taught on six continents. And guess what? Everybody wants the same thing. They want to be loved. They want to know they're safe. And they want to know they make a difference. And they want to play. These little kids, Trump and Biden or whomever, will keep it with the election. They were little kids once. And that is just like us. We are innocent inside. And we to open up that belief system around ourselves again that we are innocent, that it opens us up as opposed to closes us down. So you can send them white light, send them love, send them peace, whatever you want to call that, okay? And just say that to yourself. I want to play. It might shift your vibration and it's certainly when you're sending out a vibration of peace and love to people that you have an issue with it does have an effect even if you don't know it or don't believe it or don't see the proof of it it really has an effect you're that powerful so if you feel innocent then it helps you vibrate that so you become part of the solution so if you get triggered, you don't have to hold on to it. Focus on the positive things. If you're going to participate, participate where you can add value. So you say, again, what is the best thing that can happen? And just start noticing how it's working, how things are working in your life. It's called the reticular activator in our brain. And one of my best examples of a reticular activator. So this is not just some kind of woo-woo, fancy kind of, you know, spiritual thing here. This actually does work in our brain, too. When you search for a car and you're looking online for a car that you're going to buy, you go and search online, you go test drive it. And what do you see on the streets when you're in the middle of trying to buy something like that? You see that car, it shows up everywhere. Oh, there it is. Oh, there it is over there. I never saw it. I've never, I've never seen one on before. I... So your reticular activator has been activated. So basically you're noticing everything that you're focusing on, like that new car. So it's just like that. Whatever you wrote down that's going to be good and happy and <laughs> the outcome is what you want, that is what you want to look at, okay, and focus on that. Um, the other thing I want to say about it is not just your own innocence. You can put, I've, I've told this to a lot of people before, a little practice you can do is put a picture of yourself when you're a little boy or little girl, put it up on the mirror, look at it every morning as you're brushing your teeth and you look at that little child there and you say to that little child, you're safe, you're innocent, I love you and all is well. So if you can imagine saying that to yourself as a little person, 
and really accessing that feeling place that all is well, you're safe and I love you. Then you can look into the mirror yourself and say the same thing to yourself. Do that 10 times, 10 times to your little person, 10 times to yourself. You're safe, all is well, you are innocent and I love you. A lot of people have trouble even looking in the mirror. Okay, so look in the mirror and say, you, you, you. And then the third part of this is you turn it to I. I am safe. I love you. I am innocent. All is well. So remember, the whole point of this is creating harmony. Using your voice, feeling your feelings, but creating harmony. And it has to start with you first. So that's one way. The other way you can do is what I call the, it's the law of appreciation. Let's look at Biden and Trump, okay? Or somebody that you're upset with or that you don't agree with, okay? You can use this for anything. But law of appreciation, find one thing that you appreciate about that person, just one. It could be very, very minor. He brings me coffee in the morning. Or Biden has a nice smile. Or Trump has a nice smile. Or whatever it is, okay? Find one thing. And when you think about that person, that's the first thing you think of is you start, you appreciate for just one minute, even a, just a minute, appreciate that about that person before you go into your tirade about what's not working and what you don't like. Okay. So what that does is it raises your vibration. It raises your vibration to appreciation, to gratitude. When you feel grateful and your gratitude and your energy rises up and you appreciate, that's what you send out. And one of two things are going to happen. Either the person is going to rise to that same level of appreciation or that person's going to be out of your sphere and you're going to attract more appreciation to you. So you can't go wrong. Appreciation is never wasted. One of the other things that I thought was brilliant, by the way, about creating harmony. I don't know if you know the story about Gandhi. Um, he had a Hindu, a Hindu uh, father. Um, his son was killed. A Muslim killed his son. So he was, he hated Muslims because of that. And so he wanted to go to war and they were fighting in India, you know, the Hindus and the, and the Muslims. Okay. And so Gandhi to satisfy the heart, to bring harmony to this, the peace in this man's heart, he said, okay, I understand that your son was killed. I can't imagine, by the way, a worse thing, having my kid killed. Of course, I'm going to be angry and upset and I want to kill somebody. Okay. And Gandhi said, look, here is your challenge. This is your dharma. Okay. Is to find a Muslim child, adopt that Muslim child and raise that child as your own. And you have to raise them as a Muslim. So he could find peace in his heart around people that are that don't that he just wanted to kill. 
So I thought that was pretty powerful on how to create harmony in that way. So that's also finding law of appreciation. So let me just summarize everything first. I want you to understand what your trigger points are. So reflect on what are my trigger points. If you have some kind of emotion coming up around the election, honor your feelings, but understand that no matter what side you're on, everybody has a reaction and their truth is as valid as yours. Be an active listener. People just wanna be heard. So how many times have you been in a conversation with somebody sharing something really important to you and you can feel the energy that they're just waiting for you to take a breath so they can jump in and say what their opinion is. Have you ever had that happen, especially around election time? It's like, let me give you my opinion. Of course, everybody says their opinion is the truth, right? So if you take the time to really listen, you may find that many situations never reach the trigger state. You won't get as triggered. Active listening requires that you're fully present to what the individual is saying. Be really present with what they're saying and acknowledge to them by repeating back. What I heard you say was, so that's a really great technique, by the way, and say, what I heard you say was blah, 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 blah. Is that what you said? And they, they'll say yes or no, because many times we interpret what people are saying. And what that will do is that will make them feel heard. And then it'll be your turn to feel heard because you are not going to have a conversation with people and communicate with them if they don't feel heard and you don't feel heard because we all want to feel heard, right? So you can demonstrate to them how to do that. See yourself and others as their highest self. So don't just assume, oh God, he's a Republican or oh God, she's a Democrat or oh God, they don't vote. What's their problem? You know, don't make an assumption because everybody has their own reasons. And you might feel like their reasons are wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you wanna, and many of us are in fear, you know, I, I understand that because there, there has been a lot of um, reaction from this election and it can get very violent with people. And I can understand that we can get frustrated with that and, and scared, but, if you, let me just explain it one more time. If you feel ignored or like your feelings don't matter, or if you do that to somebody else, that they feel ignored or their feelings don't matter, or maybe they feel like they don't get respect, communication is the key. Communication is the root. Our method of communication forms at that young age, okay? So the way we were treated with our parents and our teachers and our friends and our religion, it shapes us. So as I mentioned before, the primary responsibility for improving communication is yours. You have complete control over how you interact with people and how you respond, not react. So remember the foundation, okay, is being present. That's the first step. Be present with people. And then the second step is forget about being right. So if you want to improve on your communication, you'll have to let go of the need to be right. And I always ask people, would you rather be right or happy? 
I'd rather be right. Okay, so ask yourself, which one? Which would you rather be right or happy? And if you'd rather be right, great. <laughs> Have at it. And feel you they feel the angst and stress. It's great. Maybe you were never allowed to be right as a child, or maybe your opinion was never considered. So these early experiences can lead to needing to prove that you're right at all costs. And Robert says, when I'm right, I'm happy. You're so... Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it feels like validation, all right? It's what you felt that you needed in all those circumstances when you were young. You wanted to be right, not wrong. And you have this need to be validated. So if you feel, if you feel this way, if this is you... You might find yourself twisting the truth or shouting or calling other people idiots or whatever in an effort to fire ammo, fight, break them down and force them to end the exchange by saying, yeah, you're right. Has that ever worked? I don't know about you, but when I have conversations with people that are staunchly, I'm voting for Trump or I'm voting for Biden, I mean, to get them to change their mind. To say that you're right, but we have to prove it. I just don't, I just don't know the harmony in that is finding a resolution. And what I mean by that is coming to a consensus. And a consensus means, a lot of people say, can we agree to disagree? Okay. What I mean by consensus is agree to support the decision. You may just totally disagree with that person, but agree to come to a decision, to have a consensus, to support the decision. So maybe the decision is you just don't talk about it. But if you support that other person's decision and, you, and they support yours, then that is more harmonious, is it not? That's a question. All right. So when communication is poor, change is unlikely to happen. So if you find yourself unable to hear any suggestions or admit mistakes while attempting to communicate, it's time to let go of the need to be right and understand that mutual understanding and that empathy and compassion are more satisfying and the only way to win. Does that make sense? I have more but I'm at my hour. So actively listening, being present, let go of the need to be right. And if you pretend to agree with people, by the way, even if it defies your own integrity, like I was talking about earlier, then you'll never improve your communication. It's socially acceptable to be nice, right, Peggy Lee? To be supportive, to be pleasant. However, it's spiritually inappropriate to avoid speaking your truth just to keep the peace. In order to stand in your integrity and hold your shape, you must work through your fear of speaking your mind. Speak your truth with compassion. And one way to do that, one of my other tools, is you say, for me, the truth is. 
whenever you're talking to anybody, you say, for me, the truth is this. They may totally disagree with what you're saying, but they cannot disagree or fight or argue that that's not your truth. So what you do when you say that is you're setting a tone. You're setting up a new tone of how to communicate. For me, the truth is this, and you heard me say it tonight. So if you practice saying, for me, the truth is, you're setting a tone for people to, okay, let me tell my truth with compassion. So you don't have to just not speak and not have a voice about what you feel or think. Okay. But you could do it compassionately. So those are my tools that you can use. And again, the fear, guys, if, if you're in the fear place, that's what you're going to get more of. All right. So I invite you all to come play with me at Essence of Being and at the Conscious Leadership Academy. And the, by the way, the next month in November, I'll see you. I don't hopefully we won't blow each other up. I say that in jest um, is November 18th. Remember, it's the third Wednesday of every month. And we're going to be uh, speaking on trusting your intuition. Okay. Uh, does anybody have anything they want to say or share? I do, Verge. Sure. Hi, this is Carol. Hi, Carol. Hi, Carol. <laughs> Carol from California. California. Oh, my gosh. This has been a huge breakthrough for me. And I knew each one of these things you were teaching. I've taught each of these things you were teaching. But putting it into this context and this set of exercises, I am so, so, so grateful to you for this. It's actually the answer I was seeking for a problem I was having with an adult son. And this is his, he's caught in the fear and the anger. And now I have the steps because of what you gave us today. To help him work through that. And I'm just, I'm just in tears. I'm so happy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, Carol. You're welcome, honey. I, I truly honor you and thank you for joining us in this. It's, it's craziness out there at some time. So if we focus on what's working, I think uh, just come back to basics, right? Yes. I'm going to be doing a seminar on conflict and it never occurred to me to bring some of these principles in. I was going to look at it from just the DISD personality style focus, but now I'd like to um, send me your information, you know, about what's coming up because I'll promote your class as the second step for people to go to after they take our webinar. Perfect, perfect, honey. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate that. And um, essenceofbeing.com, everybody, you can check out what's coming up and uh, what our next experience is going to be and our virtual things that we're doing but we'll be back together in in physical form soon <laughs> i've had to postpone my whole year but we're doing virtual and we're doing live virtuals plus we're doing uh, online classes that you can do at any time essence of relationships essence of um leadership essence of communication essence of success and essence of abundance okay the essence of being we have to do i have to get my hands on you to do that Okay, so I appreciate all of your time, you guys being here tonight, and everybody will get the recording so that you can go back and remember these tools to use and um, just know the highest good for all concerned. Okay.
And the truth for me is that we all are innocent and that we make a difference and that we can get through this in a harmonious way. And it's up to us to be way showers and feel innocent and vibrate that out. So just learn how to remember, go back to that appreciation for yourself. And all is well, my friends. All is well. Thank you, Burge. Thank you, Thank Thank you, you so Dr. much, Burge. You're welcome. Good night, everyone. Thank you. Good night. Thank you all. Power hour, Burges. I can go from feeling like on a scale of one to ten, a three, and then all of a sudden afterwards, I've got, I've got more clues. I've got more opportunities to be able to be at an eight or higher vibrationally. Thank you. You're welcome, my friend. Yeah. Thank you so much. You Absolutely. make such a difference in the world, all of you. Thank you. All right. And I will talk to you next time. I'll see you after the election. Thank <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you. All right. Be I'll well. talk to you in November, or if not before. Be well, everyone. Perfect. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.